Welcome back to Wind Down Wednesdays. I'm Dee Owens. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you're new here, welcome. If you've been here before, thank you for coming back and listening. We're at officially at season four of the podcast, and I just can't believe it. And I'm just so grateful to be here. I feel like it's just getting bigger and better. Um, we got a new logo, and I have so many things that I've been working on behind the scenes for some time now uh, when I was away. It was always on my mind. I've been always working at it because this is something that I've wanted to do for so long. So I'm so glad that we, you guys can see my vision and come to life and everything. So I'm so excited. But before we get into today's episode, I wanted to quickly talk about what to expect in season four. Let everybody know what to expect from the podcast, especially this season going forward. I talk to people via Zoom, from all over the world, all different types of people. Um, we have a doctor coming on. Uh, we have a relationship and intimacy coach coming on. Uh, we have a organization and decluttering coach come on. So that's just a few to name. I don't want to give it all of it away to you guys, but just so you know that we're going to be talking to lots of different people. We're going to get lots of advice and wisdom and just talk about so many different things. I have a few friends coming along and they're going to kick it with us um, and just talk. So I'm so excited to, to for you guys to see and for myself to see what's to come. Um, there's so much in store. So thank you for being here. And before we get into today's episode, I do want to put a trigger warning on this episode because my guest did talk about her experience and share her testimony. And some of those experiencing may be triggering for others, such as sexual assault and domestic violence. So with that being said, I do want to put a trigger warning. If you or someone that you know has been sexually abused and you need help, you can call 1-800-646-4673. And also, if you or someone that you know is a victim of domestic violence, you can get help also as well at 1-800-799-7233 or text START to 88788. Thank you guys so much for listening and cheers. Welcome to Wine and Wisdom Podcast. I'm Dee Owens. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm so excited for today's episode. First of all, make sure you guys are following us on social media, on Instagram, wine underscore wisdom podcast, and on Facebook, wine and wisdom podcast. Um, but first of all, this is the first in-person interview that I've had since last year. Um, and not only is really? it in person, yes, not only is it in person, but it's with someone that's super, I'm super excited to have um, on the show because she's just super genuine and nice my guest for today her name is kiana rivera hi Hello. kiana hi. um so kiana's an artist um an a, a illustrator we right. got we got an illustrator on the list now and then life coach life coach <laughs> is there a certain name for your life coaching or like because i like i know um some life coaches have like spiritual life coach or like there's certain spiritual life coach. okay got yeah it. so kiana is like i said she is um artist artist <laughs> i'm losing my train of thought already she's an artist illustrator and a life coach a spiritual life coach so yes. thank you so much for being here kiana thank first you. of all it's a pleasure to be here um i'm so excited because like i said i I'm haven't i haven't had an in-person interview in so long so like oh, i'm so excited um but before we get started with, with our interview i want to toast to this lovely interview yes. and the energy today yes 
Cheers. Um, so we're going to talk about a lot today. I'm very excited to go into today's episode because um, Kiana is a friend of mine and I do know a little bit about her story, but we're going to go like really into it today um, and learn a lot about her and what she does with her life coaching. And I'm just excited. So I guess we'll start. First of all, I don't even remember how we know each other. <laughs> I don't know either, honestly. Well, we live in a small town, so we just know a lot of mutual people, and I yes. think that's what happened. Yeah. And we have always just, like, known each other, had each other on social media, and she's I always bumped been, into you yeah, a couple times. Yeah, a couple times, yeah. yeah. Um, and just, like, the energy's just always been amazing, and just, like, we both, like, I love that we both support each other. Always. Um, and it's just, like, such good energy, and I was like, she's perfect for the show, so I'm excited um so yeah I don't really remember how we met but other than that I know I yes <laughs> and it's been a few years like mm-hmm. it's been some time now yes um but I need positive ladies in my yes, life yes it's so. nothing but positive energy here like especially with this, this podcast um like one of my main things is like women supporting women Absolutely. and I only have women on my podcast because I want to we don't always have a voice I yes. feel and like a lot of these men podcasts right uh, uh, <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's we that's are that. safe space. Like, Definitely a safe space. This is supposed to feel like you're with your friends, you're having a conversation, maybe drinking some wine if you're mm-hmm. not. But yeah, um, but I do want to talk first about before we get into your life coaching um, and everything that you got going on now, mm-hmm. your story and what you've been through um, is is pretty. She has a, like her testimony is just crazy. Um, oh, so wherever you want to start, uh-huh. okay. you can start, um, and just kind of just tell us like what you've been through. Okay. Well, I grew up in a mixed background, so I'm black and Puerto Rican. So I lived with my mom and my childhood, honestly, I would say it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Like that was a lot of my key memories was when I was with my mom and my mom struggled with addiction mm-hmm. to heroin. But she's been clean for years, but she struggled with addiction around that time. And I ended up getting taken away at 11 years old. So it was like everything that I knew, I was taken away from all that. And I Mm. had to live with my father. Now, my dad's side of the family, there's some that I'm cool with. And there's some that, you know, every family has their toxicity. Mm -hmm. So I was dealing with a lot of verbal abuse. There was some physical um, okay. situations, but I wouldn't say physical abuse. Mm. I would just say mental abuse. And there was also some, like, get ready, guys. This is a little bit too deep, but I'm very open because I like I like for other women that went through this to be as open as yes. they can about their own journey and know that it's not, you know, it's not them. It's what built them up. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it made them strong. So Absolutely. I was sexually assaulted when I was young by an 18-year-old um when I was young I was 13 and I didn't tell anybody because I just I felt in me that I wasn't going to be believed Mm -hmm. so I kind of just kept it to myself and just you know so while the family was saying like oh she's she's fresh she's this Mm -hmm. she's that she's a hot you know yeah hot girl I was over there struggling with did I want this Mm -hmm. was it my fault like yeah so when I was dealing with that, then I found art okay. in therapy because mm-hmm. I had a lot of therapy when I was young. So when I started drawing, I just kept getting better and better. And that was like the only thing to help me cope. Okay. Yeah. So like once I got older, I ended up 
getting put in foster care as well. And I lived with three different families and we couldn't eat. Literally, they had a lock on the refrigerator. There was one family that didn't speak English. Oh my goodness. I've been through so much stuff, so much. And honestly, like, I'm just glad to be here yeah. where I am today. Me and my mom are very close. I love it. I'm respectful to my family, even the ones that I consider toxic because it's nice to just have those boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but that's Kiana. I went from being a happy little girl, being exposed to a lot of toxicity alcoholism, sexual abuse, mental abuse, and I'm here today just trying to pass my love yeah. and just guide other women. That's so crazy. Like, I said that I, I know Kiana, and I told you guys I know her, but, like, a lot of her story, I, I don't know, I, and I just know, like I said, a little bit from social media. She's very open, and that's one thing I love very, about her. Yeah. Um, I know that you've spoken about your past relationships. Oh, yes. Um, yes. And, um, Correct me if I'm wrong. Did you also struggle with um, any addictions as well? I did. I did do a lot of pills. Okay. You know, this area is known. For, oh, yeah. Uh, the pills. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I used to struggle. It didn't matter what kind of pill it was. Okay. I put anything yeah. up my nose. Like, I did. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, it was like, I wouldn't say it was a phase, but I don't want to make it seem like it's been years that I was struggling with it. I yeah. don't want to make it seem like that because I don't want to take away from the real women and people that are really struggling with addiction. Right. Like, I'm not trying to, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's that. understandable. But yeah, I did have a problem because I wanted to escape. Mm -hmm. And then every guy that I dated, because I had such a hard, like, beginning, and I had no positive role models. Mm -hmm. So every guy I dated was literally like, toxic and abusive or cheated on me oh all the God. time yes all the time it didn't matter so I felt like I had nobody so because I felt so alone I always felt attacked and everybody was listening to rumors and like count is this count is that count yeah. is this I finally was like you know what no like I need to take control over my life mm -hmm. and I'm gonna start working towards the things that I want to work towards and I know there's plenty of other women that probably felt alone. Yeah. So I'm here to say you're not alone. Like I'm here. Like yes. I've been through it all. Like I could go into detail, but I'll wait to answer your question. <laughs> so you say like your relationships. Well, now, first of all, we are going to get into her relationship, like her husband. Now she's married and she has like yes, a happy good. ending. But can you recall? Or like talk about a little bit about the relationships that you've been through. Okay, yes, yes. I dated a guy um, that I was really in love with. I don't know why. But I loved him so much. Yeah. And I got sit on. Like, okay, I'll give you an example. So we would fight about him keeping a job. Mm. And I would say, listen, I have a daughter. Now, mind mm -hmm. you, I didn't let anyone see my daughter. Only two? No. Three people see my daughter. And yeah. honestly, I was on a dating journey. So, like, I was the old school yeah. dater. Like, because some people don't understand dating. They think <laughs> you're just with all these people no. and getting intimate with all these people. No, mm -mm. no. You can date and see if you like this person. Yep. And then if you don't, you go date somebody else. So, exactly. yeah. So, when I fell for this person, I thought he was everything. I thought he was the bee's knees. <laughs> Yeah. And he wouldn't keep a job. He was eating my baby's food. Mm. He wasn't trying yeah. to like help me with anything. And oh, he would cheat. 
now that I'm thinking about it, he would cheat. I know he cheated. And he had a bad problem with drugs as well. Mm. Yeah. And then I remember the first physical altercation happened because I didn't want him to sleep over. I was just tired of his crap because he was mentally abusive too. Mm. And I remember he took my phone, locked me in my own house. Flipped me off the mattress because by then I didn't have a bed frame. Oh my god! So like my mattress all yeah. He flipped me over the mattress. Like it was just it was bad. And like he picked me up by my neck because I, I finally get a back house like this. Yeah. And I'm like get out. Like I don't want to be with you. And he yeah. literally picked me up by my neck up against my wall. And I'm just like, this is why I don't want to be with you. It it took literally like I want to say four years to actually wow. like get away. Yeah. From him because it doesn't matter where I was in Scranton, somehow, some way, like he knew where I was. He smashed a diaper on my face. Like some friends of mine used to laugh at that. <gasps> what? Yes, my old friends used to laugh. Old hence, old friends. Old friends. Okay. Yeah, they would laugh when I said that they're like a diaper. And I'm like, that's not funny. That's not funny at all. Like, no, like I have toxic friends too. Mm, girl. But yes, I also had. <laughs> We're not going to get into that today, but I can't. I also had like another ex-boyfriend that now this one wasn't physical, but he was a little bit crazy. And I'm not trying to bash him because mental illness is, it's real. So this guy, he, I hope he doesn't listen to the podcast, but I doubt it. (laughs) This is women only. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, anybody can listen, but you know. But he was like, he would ask me to watch my daughter. And I, I was like, you're not even going to meet her. And he was like, yeah, but we're dating. It's been two months. And I'm like, it's been two, two months. months. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're not watching her. And he would literally, like, beg me. And I was like, okay, you're That's kind of weird. You're yeah. begging me. I broke up with him. I would come home every day. There's something in my door. Because I only had one entrance and exit. He got me socks and a Snickers and a baby picture of him and I was like this guy's crazy I was like I need to leave like I it's not funny but like what no, that part was socks like, oh and a, Rihanna, and a Rihanna CD demo Mm-mm. and it was like literally it, it was way past Rihanna's time and it was literally like pun, pundit what is pundit replay? Pundit replay was on and I was like what is this a pair of socks didn't even fit like what <laughs> I couldn't. Not the socks not fitting. No, I but can't. I was nice to him, but I'm like, you know, we have, no, we need to separate. And yeah. I know we just had our fun, our laughs, but I would literally get like 80 messages back to back saying, I love you. I love you. Take me back. Oh, F you, F you, F you. See, I always knew you were uh, a hoe. Mm. And then you go right back. I love you. I didn't mean it. And then you go back. Yeah. It was like, I had a lot of, yeah. Well, I'm glad you got out of that and got rid of that toxic magnet yes nope and on a lighter note now she's in a great uh, first of all you and her husband are so cute oh, can we all right we're gonna <laughs> let's talk about that but we're gonna talk about okay we'll so talk about the good later <laughs> we'll talk about um the rest of like you know we'll get into your life coach and everything but since we're on your relationships right do you want to talk about your marriage and how you met your husband and yeah. I just, I just, they're just so positive. Like, oh, I just love it. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So I have a friend that I've known since I was a child. We grew up together. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she probably doesn't mind me saying it, but Kayla. So <laughs> hey, I Kayla. Love, right. Hey, okay. So I love her so much. Oh my gosh. But anyways, I have pictures of us and diapers. So oh, I love that. I was going to her house to go visit her and 
uh, we were sitting there talking in the kitchen and somebody, okay, so she has like a basement door. Mm -hmm. So like in the kitchen, you could see like when somebody opens it from, okay. from the kitchen. Okay. So I saw it like open a little bit and I was like, oh girl, who's there? Like, what, what's in your basement? And she was like, no, no, no. She's like, relax. It's okay. She was like, it's um my boyfriend's cousin. So I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. So yeah. we're talking. Adam, my husband, he came upstairs mm -hmm. and I just noticed his green eyes. And I seen that his hair was wet. So I'm like, okay, so he peeped and then went back and wet his hair to fix it. <laughs> so so I, I already knew because I'm very observant. We love it. Yeah. So he came in and he pretended like he was going to reach for the cabinet. Like, okay, well, what you cook? But he didn't even grab it. <laughs> so I was just sitting there like, oh, he just wants to be seen. And that then when he so was cute. walking out, he didn't say anything to me. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to step it up and I'm just going to say it. I'm like, yeah. yeah! I was like, you have amazing eyes. And he's like, thank you. And he walked away. And then I was asking her, I was like, he's cute. And, but here's the, I'm gonna be honest. Let's hear it. I had a guy I was dating. Really? That I just started dating two weeks. So we were already dating. We weren't like official, official, but, but yeah. we were already dating. Oh, girl. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, was that wrong? Should I have said that? Should I have complimented his eyes? And I'm like, okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I just met this guy that I'm dating. So it's not a big deal. <laughs> Whatever. So I would come over every day. He was there. We mm -hmm. just talked. We got into big conversations about not being materialistic, rocking cheap clothes and still looking cute. And yeah. We just vibe. And I couldn't stop going over there to talk to him. I did not do anything inappropriate. Yeah. We weren't alone. There was everybody hanging out. Yeah. And then, honestly, the guy that I was dating, may he rest in peace, he was starting to be really bad to me. Mm. So it was like the old Kiana was still keeping him around mm. because it was something that I was used to. And yeah. I didn't want to just leave him and then start seeing that this guy wanted to be because then I was like, that's bad karma. If I leave mm. him for him, what if he leaves me for somebody right. else? Right, yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me not do that. Let me just keep him as a friend. I don't want to say plan B, but I just wanted to keep him as a friend. Yeah. And like just the energy, his, his presence, his energy. Yeah. I didn't want to let that go. So I'm like, okay, he's a really good guy. I never met this, you know, this person before. Like, I never had that vibe. Mm. So he didn't want to take me serious because he's like, this girl got a man. <laughs> Guys are jealous in his ear because the same guys that wanted to ask me to be with them, and I, I told them no, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, yeah, don't be with her. She's dirty. She, she's, and he's like, she doesn't even look dirty. What are you oh talking my about? Hayden. Right. Hey, hey. <laughs> so finally, he goes back to New York because he's like, there's nothing here for me. Mm. And mind you, he doesn't mind me saying this either. He was struggling with a coke addiction. So he mm. left New York to get clean and Got go on it. his journey. So while I was doing my journey, he was on his journey to better himself. I love it. Yep. Then I realized that guy was no good for me because he beat me up and kicked me in the face. He stomped me out because I caught a woman in his phone. Oh, no. Yes, I caught a woman in his phone. We got into a physical fight. He kicked me in my face several times. My face, that's the picture I posted on Facebook. But my face all beaten up. It was yeah. that guy. Yeah. So once that happened, I recovered, whatever. I talked to my husband on the phone, well, Adam. And then yeah. we were just like, you know what? We're meant to be. Like, we're yeah. meant to talk something. Even if it's bad or good, there's a lesson here. Right. So we started talking on the phone. You know, boo loving, falling asleep over the phone. Yes. Waking up. And then it just... 
he just never left. Like <laughs> after a few months, I was like, you know what? Do you want to move in? I'm like, I know it might be rushed, but do you want to move in? Girl. Do you want to be around Julia, my daughter? And yeah. then he was like, yeah. And it just, that's it. We've been inseparable since. Mm-hmm. We never even got sick of each other since the COVID. Mm-hmm. We've been literally uh, like this the whole time. He's my best friend. Like we could laugh. We could sit there and play games and just, we could yeah. rag on each other. Like, yeah. and then we could also be sweet and caring. Like we literally balance each other out. I love it. Like, it's beautiful. I never thought in a million years, and I'm probably talking too much, but no. I never thought that I would ever meet a man like my husband because no matter what people said he's like no I see her like that's mm. not what she is no like I love it and he lets me watch whatever I want <laughs> yeah Netflix all day so I'm like he's a yes I I personally like love it and the reason why I wanted to bring it up is because you never know who's listening and they may be with their person that's like your ex mm-hmm. and then maybe one day they'll meet their Adam yeah. and they will find their happy ending so yeah. I like to I like you know she's gone through a lot and she's been through a lot but she has an amazing husband now and I would like to say something because this just came to my heart I feel like whoa <laughs> I feel like if it wasn't for me, did you ever hear that saying? I know you have. Um, if you make your bed or how you made your bed, you gotta lay in it. Or yeah, something like I, that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. So when I was going through all that toxic stuff, mm-hmm. I wasn't the nicest person. I was a oh. very angry person, and I did a lot of really mean things. Mm-hmm. Like, I never slept with anybody's man. I'm like I slept with your man. I don't, yeah. I don't do stuff like that. Yeah, but. I did kind of like uh, play a little mind games with men. Oh, like there was times, no, like you know, it was bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Oh my god! I told you I'm honest. So I did a lot of messed up stuff in yeah. my past. And when that guy kicked me in the face, I was like, you know what? There was a lot of relationships where they pushed me or they threw something at me, and I over exaggerated. Mm. So when this guy actually like really really like kicked me in the face like okay the spitting and all that stuff whatever from other guys I was like whatever but like a lot of things I blew out of proportion Mm -hmm. so when this guy actually really beat me beat me beat me Mm -hmm. I was like I'm not calling the cops Mm -hmm. and a lot of women was like why and I'm like because in the past I did a lot of like messed up stuff and I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that people should accept getting hit this is my own experience right that's what right. I'm saying is that I knew I had to reap what I sow with certain things. He just came out of jail. He has girls that he just started to be in their life. I don't want to call the cops on him when I'm the one who woke up, found him cheating, mm-hmm. and woke him up out of his sleep by punching him. What am I going to expect? Mm-hmm. Him to just sit there and be like, okay, don't hit me. Yeah. Of course he's going to Yeah, I know you mean. Yeah, I know of course he's going to hit me back. So, you know, once I did that... I was like, you know what, let me stop everything that I'm doing and whatever happens, you know, like I'm just going to go with the flow, pray, keep on the right path and don't do anything, no revenge. Mm. So if I could give advice to anybody, revenge, that's a cycle. Mm. No, seriously. Like if you do anything, revenge, even petty posts, videos, like anything, it always comes back. Hmm. So literally the energy. Yes. Yes. I, I don't believe in revenge. I believe in leveling up like it you went through what you went through you learn from it and you move on and you level up from it yeah like that's how I feel like I don't really believe in revenge I believe in revenge for myself 
revenge that I will never go back to that person or never go back to what I um, tolerated, I guess you could yeah. say. So that's what I think. But go ahead. <laughs> my definition of revenge back then was like, okay, if you call a girl, then I'm going to call my ex. Mm. If you cheat on me, then I'll go cheat with my ex. Like, yeah. I used to do stuff like that. Yeah. And it's not okay. It's so crazy to like hear you say these things because like who you are today is, is like, like I know so opposite. Like, I know. I <laughs> like know. y'all don't understand. Like she is just so like, oh my gosh, like you would just never expect this. But you should write a book. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> listen. I have projects. Never say I'm never because on. she's doing a lot of stuff. She's doing a lot of stuff. Um, but no, seriously, like I just think it's like crazy because look like how you are now and looking at you now like you would never know you would never believe that you went through everything sometimes when I say the testimony that I do have and I say all the mess of stuff that I did they're like you did that (laughs) why are you saying that I'm like because I'm not ashamed yes I'm not ashamed like sometimes honestly when people grow up a certain way and they're subjected to certain things like they end up thinking that it's okay like look at the times that we're living in yeah look at what's normalized it's crazy because everything's think everybody's thinking oh it's normal so like their their morals are just like a mess yeah a mess is the best way mess. to put it like uh, a mess um but no i i really just i don't know it's just like i said knowing who you are now because like i didn't know that kiana i didn't grow up in Scranton. i grew up in old forge so you did yeah what? i thought you know girl I didn't know people in Scranton until after high school, really, because of, like, my friend. Like, she introduced me to people, and, like, we started going to parties and stuff like that. Like, that's it. That's how I got introduced to people. So, like, I didn't know who, like... There's a lot of talented (laughs) people in Scranton. They're just in this big negative bubble of just back-to-back of just being such a fake friend, cheating on each other, just, like gossiping like you can't go anywhere without hearing gossip and you really just have to find people who are on the same wavelength as you and understand that and want to be on the same page and don't want to because like it's hard to like be motivated when no one around you is or or, you know what I mean have your closest friends hating on you I had to deal with that so many times I got so close to some very amazing women mm-hmm. and I love them so much and maybe maybe I care too much because like they would always say like you think you know it all but if I know that this is not the right thing to do <laughs> if we're friends I'm gonna tell you like baby maybe you shouldn't do that right it's not right they didn't like that mm. they didn't like that at all and then they wouldn't be happy with my accomplishments like they would yeah. give me dirty looks or I'll try to put them on board and they just were hating. I just don't get that. Like me, I want everybody to eat. I want everybody to win. Like right. even reaching out like something as small as ask, like asking you to come on the podcast. I love everything that you got going on, what you're doing. I want people to know about it. Who doesn't like, who don't know about it. And I want to expose you to other people that may not know about it. And you know what I mean? And right. people to hear your story, hear your testimony and hear what you've gone through and what you're trying to do. Like why I don't know why people aren't like that but like I don't know and that's why it took me a very very long time to find those people who do and like I said Kiana barely know her and she supports me like oh like we like and and that's and that's what I I love about her because like it's very very hard to find people that are like that because people like you said they hate on you and sometimes it's your closest friends I couldn't even get people who I was friends with to share my podcast or to to put me in a room with opportunities and yeah. then 
to be to have people like you and people that I'm not super close with, but you know, we have a relationship mostly through social media, be like, hey, I support you right. and I'm It'd here. Be like, the ones that it's don't so know crazy. You. Yeah, I, I know. It, it's honestly I, I never understood that thought process either. If this is your girl, why are you hating? Like, love her, push right, her, encourage her. her. Like we all have different talents and different goals. Like yes. don't be jealous over my goal. That's not even what you want to do. Yeah. So support me. Friendship breakups are like relationship breakups. Girl. Because like I'm still going through it. Like me I too. miss <laughs> I miss two of my girls like so much. But I'm just like, I'm tired of being the bigger person. Mm-hmm. I'm tired just because I have a big heart. I'm tired of being the one to be like, okay, you don't even have to say sorry. I'll still come around. That's not fair to me. Don't I know it? That's not fair to me. Like, no, like <sighs> But it's been bugging me. I've been wanting to hit my girl up so bad and be like, it's hard. Girl, I miss you. But I'm like, no, she doesn't even care about me. I, I've gone through something recently too. So I completely understand. Um, And it is hard. It's like a breakup. Like, like, you know, like this is someone that you, me personally, the person, like people that I'm no longer friends with or especially my most recent, it's somebody that I thought would be in my life forever. I pictured us you know our kids being friends and yeah. growing old and that Me stuff like too. that so it's like very hard it's, it's just like a breakup yeah literally honestly, just like a breakup but you know what my mom always told me is that you know some people come in your life as a lesson or a blessing and mm. sometimes when we separate maybe that person <clears throat> and ourselves we get to reflect on what we did yeah. wrong maybe we could have did something better like honestly what I'm reflecting on even though I feel like she's totally in the wrong yeah but I don't want to point fingers Cause I'm just like, okay, well, how does she feel? How's her mm-hmm. perspective? So I'm like, okay, if I know she doesn't really like me telling her what to do, why do I consistently tell her what she should do? Everybody mm. operates different. We have yeah. different love languages. So it That's conflicts. True. I totally agree with that. I definitely agree. But I also look at it this way as your friend, um, we all are different. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we all have different love languages and you probably know there's probably something about her that you don't necessarily care for, but you've right. accepted that. Right. And it's, it, it's just something that you do for people that you care or to have that understanding and to be grown enough to have that communication mm-hmm. where you understand each other and you can agree to disagree. Yeah, Period. absolutely. I did that a lot. You have to, <laughs> you have to meet people where they're at too, but yes. you don't take friendship abuse no (laughs) like don't let them sit there and down you and and I learned this the other day when you have a friend that's negative Mm -hmm. um what is it like narcissistic or something like that yes like I've I listen I posted a lot of stuff about narcissism because I lived with one Mm. and they will literally just say negative things negative things all the time don't be friends with somebody like that because it's not going to go nowhere no it's not and sometimes the narcissism is overshadowed by the the greatness of them and the good things that they do yeah and sometimes you don't even realize until you take a minute i'm glad you said that because honestly that is the truth it is because i I had to learn (laughs) i remember when i was trying to tell people my situation yeah they were like but she does this for you but she does that i'm like yeah are you listening to me that's Mm. a cover-up that's a cover-up like Yes. You don't know deep down what is said. <laughs> and not necessarily that that even means that they're a bad person. They no. just have these narcissistic tendencies. Right. They could be probably the nicest and have, you know, they may have some very good intentions, but there's mm-hmm. also some very bad yeah. intentions. Some there. people just don't need to be friends. We can learn from each other, though. It's not a big deal. 
Definitely not. But we're definitely gonna, I'm gonna have a friendship episode. I may I may call a friend and uh-huh. call you. We might talk about it. Yeah. Because I, you know, I've seen your statuses and we've, you know, touched base a little bit about it. And and, and I um, got some friendship scenarios for you. So, okay. you know, you may come and visit us on that episode, but there is going to be an episode about friendships and toxic friendships and such and such. So you guys stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. But um, the next part I want to get into is I want to talk about you, girl. I want to talk about you and what you got going on. And... <laughs> I'm first of all, like I said, I'm just so proud of you. So, I mean, you're doing so many different things. Where should we start? <laughs> a lot, yeah. So, I don't know. I want to start with your art because, um, going back to what you were saying yeah. before, that's kind of was your escape, yes, from everything that you were going through. Yeah. So, let's talk about your art. Do you recall when you started doing art and what art did you start doing? And like, go into that, like, was it sketching, okay. painting? Like, what was your you know? the first thing that I actually drew was the whole living room. With every single knickknack. No, you did not. Dust, shadowing, <laughs> everything. Like, I was so bored. And I was just like, I'm just going to draw this entire living room. And I was about, I want to say nine. Really? And that's when I discovered that I could draw. And then when I started using it as a therapy, I was, what I was drawing was random things off of Google. So yeah. like my first really detailed drawing was a snake off of Google. Oh. And I could show you guys one day. I could probably send it to you. So, so like when you ooh, edit, you pop it I'm definitely something. gonna I'm gonna put that in mm, I wanna yeah. see it. You still have it. Yes, I keep everything like from when I was a kid all the way until yeah. now. Yeah. I love yeah. it. But what I'm doing, I'm up to having a painting certificate. Well, I think we talked about that. We have. Yes. We definitely touched space on it. Yes. I was thinking about doing that. Like have a little event space, have the little um, you know, little canvases. I know a few places if you are looking. I do, I do need to know. Because okay. I literally have no idea. Okay. All I know is like, okay, <laughs> canvas, okay, seven <laughs> kids, all right. No, I definitely I can find I I know of a couple places. Well not a couple, it's like two or three, yeah. but event places. So we'll I'll definitely hear yeah. that. So <laughs> I have that that I'm working on mm-hmm. I also have a book that I'm working on an actual children's book yes I was getting my feet wet with the coloring book but I actually have a real book that I illustrated the coloring book was vectorized images oh my gosh but I have literally it's called beautifully made by God and I didn't tell anybody about it that's it's, exclusive it's a lip yes exclusive for this cast that's okay. it this podcast <laughs> and it's for little brown skin girls <gasps> that don't feel like they're beautiful because they're brown because i grew up honestly with being spanish and black mm-hmm. all my friends were caucasian mm-hmm. and then my hair didn't flow the way my mom's hair would flow mm-hmm. she didn't know how to take care of my hair so i had dreadlocks in the middle of my head knots I didn't feel like I was cute. I was like, I hate my skin. I would be in the mirror for hours oh. before school. It was horrible. Horrible. All my Barbies were Caucasian. Mm. All the characters I wanted to be were Caucasian. Yeah. I swear I was Bubbles <laughs> from Powerpuff. Okay, so no, but I resonate with that a lot. Um, quick little background real quick um I went to a predominantly white school and all my friends was like size two and had blonde hair and I didn't know how to put makeup on I was trying to wear blue eyes like I was it was so I I can understand that I can definitely understand (laughs) just because it moved and I went everywhere with that blue wig (laughs) I look like a whole clown but I used to go like this you know like when I used to walk Mm -hmm. do that yeah so I definitely understand that 
Um, so yeah, um, how do we even get on that? What were we even? You were asking me about my upcoming projects, and I was telling yes. you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. so <laughs> my YouTube's coming in my bed. <laughs> I'm gonna take a sip on that. So. Yeah, me too. Honestly. <laughs> Okay, wait. So your projects that you have coming on, uh, coming up, um, the children's book. The children's book. Uh huh. Um, also, she probably doesn't want me to bring this up, but she's also a notary as well. <laughs> yep, as a little side hustle. She does literally everything. She can draw you a picture. She <laughs> <laughs> make a logo. Like whatever you need. Like I love it. Um. So yeah, what else you got going on? Okay, so the children's book was for, you know, little brown skin girls that mm -hmm. felt like, you know, they weren't comfortable in the skin that they were in. Mm -hmm. So it's called Beautifully Made by God. And I only have a few pages left to digitize. Okay. And then I'm finished. Um, another project I had, we we talked about the paint and stuff for the kids, right? Yes. Yes. And another one that I want to announce is that I'm getting these big canvases ready mm -hmm. with these very deep pictures okay and i want to stack them up and i want to have a gallery event <gasps> please yes where we have wine and please i classy. love art shows first of all and yes. like oh my god i'm here for it please oh, i want to be more excited i just want to get dressed and drink wine and look at art yes 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 i was like you know what i yes. want to stack up all this stuff get an event space have all the little you know, all my paintings on the wall, big ones. People mm -hmm. can purchase if they want. My husband that. and his friends could be security. He, you know, he makes shirts so they can have security. And then... Girl! Wait! What? We can advertise your wine! Listen. That'll be another... That's a way we can network and I love connect. this. I'm, I'm loving this. Can yes. we, we, we're going to do this. Collab. This, listen, like I said, this, this is what I mean. Like, she's so supportive. Um, I love that idea, first of all. And her art is beautiful. Like, Yay, beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. You know what's crazy? I learned how to paint in 2020. Really? Yes. I always knew I could draw, but I was like, you know what? I'm bored. COVID just hit. I'm like, let me see if I could paint and then just mm, boom. Natural artist, y'all. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. No, but seriously. Um, and she's so humble, too. That's the thing. Like, just humble. Um, but yeah, so you have all this good stuff going on. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited about it. Um, and then your life coaching. Yes, all that stuff, honestly, like you, I'm doing so much that honestly it does take a toll on my brain. I'm sure. It does, <laughs> and I homeschool. I was telling her this behind the scenes. I homeschool my daughter, yes. so doing all that with the two-year-old, well now a three-year-old and a nine-year-old, and painting and doing this and that. Yes, yeah. that's a lot. And the life coaches, like the life coach sessions are going great. So let's let's get into that a little bit. Okay. Um, your life coaching. What exactly is your mission with your clients and your life coaching? My mission, honestly, I know I wrote a certain mission on my website, mm -hmm. but I feel like the way that I can easily say it on your podcast for people to resonate is that I'm here to help you know that you're heard. Mm. Talk to somebody who actually been through things themselves because, like, a lot of people would. You know, they go to counseling. These people don't really know. They mm -hmm. just, their books, they're just giving you book stuff. And they're saying, like, don't do this, don't do that. And just, you know, psychoanalyzing you. And with me, I'm also 
giving you my testimony while I'm helping you through yours and mm. your journey. So like my mission is just to give you a new positive perspective. Okay. <laughs> a new positive perspective so that you could see things differently because sometimes we get so clouded with everything that we go through mm -hmm. that we're not even thinking in a different way like you don't understand how many times I was like how did I used to think this way yeah. and I was like it's so much easier now that I'm older and I have grown why didn't I think about this before so I want to help push these amazing ladies I have already like four clients four or five they're so strong and sweet and yeah. I just want to lead them to the water, to, you know, because they have it all in them. It's just I'm their eyes to help them see. Yeah. So who are your, like, typical clients? Like, what would you say? Like, maybe, like, um, I, do you have, like, a typical kind of client? Or, like, is so far are you seeing, like, a certain group of gender, certain group of age, maybe? That's a good question, because honestly, <laughs> honestly, I was just telling my husband, like, do you think I would be able to help men? And he was like, yeah, I think so, but I don't necessarily think a man would go mm. to you, because, you know, you're a woman, and maybe the things that you went through is not no, what they right. went through. So, I would say women that are, based on my clients, the ages range in from literally like 24 to 29 okay yeah and i i have a few um that struggle with mental health so i i noticed most of them struggle with mental health got it yeah there's only one that has not mentioned it but i we all have it in us yeah. to you know overcome what we went through and be who we were destined to be so. absolutely i love that so there's not really so I mean men could come to you but you yeah, it's they looking could. more I'm like open. I'm yeah. open for men if they're if they want to come to me I yeah. am open because my husband also likes to work with people and mm -hmm. I could give them his stories and oh, his testimonies okay yeah he always worked with troubled juveniles okay so we're always trying to you know tell our testimony and help people yeah so I love it yeah absolutely but the one thing I don't help, and honestly, because, like, I feel bad, but it's just, it's not my alley. I would want them to get professional help as if they struggle with addiction. That, mm -hmm. that I can't help. Yeah. I definitely feel like that's something you should go to, you know, professionals, professionals yeah. for. Um, seek the correct treatment. Get exactly. the right type of information. Um, so I, I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, there's so many like little exercises mm -hmm. that I have in store for you know some of them that will release all that pain and I just honestly I can't wait to get in that like into that with them oh, no I like like I'm like really excited like I I don't know I feel like I'm just going through it with them like I want them to feel like I'm their friend like mm -hmm. for them to see that like wow, like, Kiana doesn't gossip. Like, I actually trust yes. her because in this area, you can't really trust me. No. And that's one thing, another thing, quick sidebar that I like about Kiana. I <laughs> have learned from her. First of all, she's very loyal. She <laughs> is very loyal. She's very trustworthy. And I'm really glad that you chose to do this because I feel like you are the perfect person that people can go to and trust and talk to. So You're I think this is. Cry. I'm oh. like I'm sensitive and you like I'm gonna cry. Like seriously, like, you just like touched on a chord. I was like, but I'm being so serious because like just me personally and my experiences with you, like 
I can only imagine how your clients will feel because they have somebody like that. Yeah. And you never know, like, they may not have anybody like that in their life, and there, you're that person for them. Yeah, there's some that don't. Yeah. And I remember being alone. I remember I used to be in my... I know it might sound weird, but I used to be like be in my closet. Yeah. But it was like my safe space, and yeah. I used to just sit there and cry, and I felt like I was alone, like family, friends. Yep. I felt like nobody had my back. So mm-hmm. just to know that some of these ladies actually still feel like that in their adult years, yeah. that breaks my heart. You don't feel like you have one person? I'll be your friend. Mm. I got you. I don't care who you are. Like, how old you are, I yeah, got you. I love you. this. You hungry? You sick? I'll bring over some soup. I'll bring my kids with me because I... Can't, I don't leave them nowhere. So, yeah, and the whole family coming down. <laughs> but we're gonna, we're gonna come. Yes. No, I love that. That and that's truly your character. So I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, but what made you get into like when did you, like hey did you always think of this or like how did this come to you? What made you decide that I'm gonna be a life coach and like how did that process happen for you? I think because I was so open on Facebook with my posts, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it. I feel like a lot of people seen some of my stuff mm-hmm. and just hopped in my inbox and was like, you know, you're very honest in what you say. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I relate. And then I just, I remember I had guys and girls mm-hmm. come to me asking me for advice. Wow. What should I do about this? What should I do about that? And then I was like, I should make this a job or something. Yes. <laughs> because I actually really care about these people mm-hmm. to really help. And I don't even know them from Adam and Eve. Like, but I really cared to yeah. want to help them. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this for free. I'm going to help because I feel like who wants to, I mean, I don't discredit any life coaches that charge. We all have to make money to pay the bills. But I personally, for me, I feel like I think God would want me to do it for free because how can I charge them after me wanting to say, I want to help you. My heart is there. Okay. 20 bucks for this hour. Okay. Your hour's up. I don't feel right. So I'm like, no, I'll do it for free. And then my art will pay the bills. First of all, (laughs) I love that. So your life, your, your, your coaching, your life coaching, it's free. All free. Never going to charge. What? Ever. That and that includes me traveling to them. I get them stuff. Like, I got a couple of my clients a couple of things. I bought them stuff. Um, what? Yeah. And then we go on. I'll, I'm Listen, I'm already planning a trip for me and my one client to go somewhere, her and her daughter, and us just go out and go to the park and talk while her daughter's oh playing. Gosh. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Like, I mean, I don't even think I realized that it was free. I, I, honestly, like being honest, I really didn't don't think I realized that it was free. Mm-hmm. And that just makes it so much more special because like who like people don't do that, like you said. And not that there's anything wrong, that some people's, you know, that's their way of living. Um, fortunately you have other ways that you make your means and that's amazing. Um, but and I love that this is just something that you were like, Hey, like, this is what I wanna do yeah. and I feel like God chose me to do this and Mm -hmm. it felt good it just felt good I had guys tell me like you know I never even believed in God but when I started talking to you like now I pray and I'm like oh my goodness they're changing people's lives they're changing mine oh I love that you said that they are they're changing mine seriously because honestly if it wasn't for them trusting me to want to help them I feel like I I'm not living up to my purpose yeah I love that. Like, that's how I feel. <laughs> I'm all sad. This is now. so cute. No, because, like, what? So, 
guys, it doesn't get better than this. It's free. And like I said, it's someone that is genuine. And it's not just, like I said, like a lot of the times, especially because, you know, you're paying for your life coaches. Mm-hmm. It's just a job for them. Mm-hmm. And for you, it's it's deeper than that. And yeah. I think that's why people will really resonate and want to seek out and talk to you. And they will feel, <clears throat> excuse me, they will feel like they're actually communicating with the real person. Because even if I have a bad day, say if I'm going through my own thing and we still have a session, I'm not canceling. Girl, you're going to see me with that messy bun. And I'm going to be <laughs> yes. telling you like, let me tell you my day and how I handled it. Right. So that you know I'm a person too when I go through my issues. And I'm not perfect. That's the authenticity of you and the realness of you. I love that. I really do. I think <laughs> she is just just doing the Lord's work. I love it. Trying. <laughs> um, wow. I'm just like shook right now. Uh, I had a question and it just like flew out of my head. So it's going to try to come back. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Maybe it was Adam, the book, or no. the life coach, the free, the guys. I always do that. I try to help. You like, know, I don't know what I was thinking of. I mean, it's just... It, I'm all cheesing because <laughs> I'm just like, I'm all nervous. No, it's I'm just like, I really didn't know it was free, and I think I'm still stuck on that. Like, the fact that you genuinely want to help people. Yeah, and what just came in my mind just now was that there might be some people that are listening, like she's not perfect, and I'm not because. Sometimes when I talk about this stuff and I smile and I'm happy and I really mean it, mm-hmm. some people are like, well, I remember her past. And it's okay to have a past. That's what makes your story. Yes. But you can learn from your story. And, and I had drama with people. That's what I wanted to get into. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to get into that. Um, but really quick sidebar. First of all, anybody that says anything like that, I think that's stupid because, every, like you said, you can have a past. It's yeah. how you move on from it and how you level up from it. Yeah. Um, but also, so what? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I think people get that like um, that feeling when people change their lives and they're so happy. Mm. They they're just they're not used to seeing people change completely, especially when they came from a dark past. Mm-hmm. So I think they're thinking like, you know, like why are you acting high and mighty? You know, when you did this, but. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I will literally throw myself under the bus with all the stuff that I've done so that you can understand that, like, I'm a person like you. Yeah. So. And I, and you never, you never say that you're perfect. I've never once heard you try to act like you're perfect or say that you're perfect. That's what I mean, that you're so genuine and real. I don't even take those type of pictures where, you know, I caption like, y'all could never. (laughs) I don't even do that. I feel weird doing that. Like, I would never like I no. I mean, listen, confidence is beautiful. Yeah, but I'm saying I. Yeah, I don't it's even do stuff like that. No, but back then, yeah, I used to write stuff like that all the time, and I'm like, Kiana, you were the most insecure person ever. Why were you coming off so stuck up? Mm. I was so insecure, and I came off so stuck up. Really, I feel like a lot of people who are in, insecure. Like I even had a phase too. It's like you're trying to co- maybe convince yourself. Mm-hmm. And put your, put it out there that you're, you know, this confident person, right. but you're not. Right. We don't have to get into the job. This is positive. No, I mean. Because <laughs> I just wanted to bring up the fact that, like, you know, the fact that, you know how you just said, like, you didn't know anything about, like, all that stuff that I said? Yes. I don't think people understood that I actually got into 
two physical fights. Like I actually fought. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. I can't picture that. But uh, she's yeah, so, we she's such a we good person. Talk about that. <laughs> I don't think that. I I think what she but what I can say I feel like you have um, leveled up from those and you have grown from your experiences. Yeah. And I don't think you regret them either because I feel like that is a part of your journey and that has led you to where you are now. Or you do regret no, it. Do you, you regret it? No, you are on point. But mm-hmm. as a God-fearing woman, I wish I didn't, like, put my hands on mm, people. Okay, I understand. Like, as defense, yeah, but there was one that wasn't a defense. It was just me being pissed off at yeah. what they said about yeah. something. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, Understood. I, that's who I regret. Yeah. But I apologize and she forgave me, so. And it's all good. It's all about moving on and leveling up and look at you now and you have a great testimony and you are doing all these amazing things and you're learned from all of your bad and your past experiences and now you are creating a beautiful Kiana Rivera. Right. And I'm meeting beautiful people like you. Oh, thank you. Seriously, <laughs> like I literally have maybe like a handful of people that are like positive. Yeah. And like pushing that vibe like yeah you got this girl and we just equally support like I I love it it's beautiful I think too I mean I think just generally generally this is our personalities but also too when you've been around and you've been through such negative people and negative things you try to be the light for other people always and sometimes we'll dim our own light yes sometimes we will so that's why we need people that are gonna instill our light back absolutely you know so but honestly, will you come back? I feel like you we you should come back and yes. talk, we'll have another episode mm-hmm. and you'll come back on and maybe we'll talk about what's going on in life then. But um Marital issues. We were supposed to do an episode on marriage. And she was nervous to come on, y'all. I'm like, girl, this is so laid back. <laughs> yes, because honestly, like, mar- marriage is great. So there's really yeah. nothing for me to talk about. The only thing that's annoying is, like, put the toilet paper on the roll. Well, like, <laughs> I think that you would be a good person to ask advice from. And oh, yeah. how you and your husband navigate your marriage and just, like, your faith and your both of your stories and just... Um, overcoming what you guys have come together and it's a unit and stuff like that. Yeah, that's how I feel. I'll like. definitely come back. Well, because I I did a lot of learning how to be submissive because I was not submissive. Oh anymore. my gosh, it's hard. It is hard. <laughs> it is. It's so hard. Um, but before we wrap up, I want everyone to be able to find you. Um, to maybe people want to do life coach, maybe want to buy some of your art, maybe want to see your children's book. Give them where they can find all of yourself. Okay, so. <laughs> For my life coach sessions, the website is called BreakCyclesWithKiana.com. I have my own domain. So it's BreakCyclesWithKiana. Like, no caps, no nothing, just BreakCyclesWithKiana. That's my life coach sessions. Mm -hmm. And there's an email available for you to email me if you're interested. Get a little feel for me first before we start setting up dates and stuff. Because I want you to be as comfortable as you can. And for my art, I use Mm -hmm. my Instagram so that's actually Kiana period Rivera. That's it. Just Kiana period Rivera. I like to just stay close to my name so that I'm always found. Yes, easy to find. Yes. <laughs> and with the books, I haven't really got a website yet. So okay. I'm honestly just selling it off, like the coloring books off of Facebook. Okay. And I'm not finished with the other books. So, but 
that website will be coming soon. But if you guys follow her, you guys can stay up to date and yes, yes, and know what's going on and be able to find all of the projects that she has going on. Mm -hmm. um, so with that being said, make sure you guys follow. Also, your she does have a YouTube channel. I'm bringing no. it up. <laughs> I'm bringing it up. She hasn't. Listen, under construction. It's under construction, <laughs> but. You have a lot of good videos that I think a lot of people will, will like. I, I love the one about you and Adam, and yes. you have a, like a few of them that they can look back on, and yeah. you know maybe she'll post again in the future. But yes, coming she, soon. She's got a lot going on, and I, I suggest you guys follow her. Mm -hmm. um, but again, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. I'm and glad we're gonna I cheers came. again. Cheer one more time. And I can't wait to have you back. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Cheers. Bye. That was cute. I love Woo, it. Ooh, ooh, Yay. We did it.